when I first heard Stakes is high. I was Stakes is high. You know them stakes is high. We talking about them. Stakes is high. Y'all know them stakes is high. When we dealing with them. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes Society podcast, a real podcast, having real conversation with real people. And I am Jones. What up, TC? What's good? What's happening, my brother? I'm good, man. Chilling, chilling. How about yourself? Man, chilling, man. Blessed more than I should be, you know? I did. I did. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. How's, uh, how's, yeah. man, I ain't even gonna ask you how St. Patty, how your St. Patty's Day. I know you're gonna get, <laughs> you can give a whole episode on that. <laughs> Man, I, I ain't gonna even go. I'm not gonna even go all deep. But man, it was a good time, bro. Um, yeah, man, it was it was a packed weekend. I was I was downtown, you know, um, Saturday, both Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I did the touristy thing and, and, and went to see the river uh, be dyed green. Uh, that was cool. You know, it's it's one of them things you do it once. You don't really need to do it again. Uh, so scratch that off the list. Um, and you know, from there we just um, bounced around River North, man, bar hopping and whatnot. Uh, stumbled across this real cool bar called uh, JoJo's Milk Bar. Uh, a couple of cats from Indy, friends from Indy came up too, so it was you know folks from here, folks from that. Um, so it was a good time. And then um, Sunday was the uh, was the day party. Um, uh, man, I, I forgot the. Uh, the promoter or event company name, but the event is called the Blackout Brunch. And bro, <laughs> bro, it was crazy. It was crazy. From one, from one, two, three, one of three was the unlimited um, brunch buffet and unlimited or an, an open bar. And then from three to six was the day party portion. Open bar was like whatever, you know what I mean? Like top shelf. So it wasn't just like some some BS signature drink. It was like they was pouring up whatever, man. Open bar as much as you want. So it was crazy, dude. It was it was a good time. Um everybody that that from that that came up and kicked it had a good time. Uh yeah, it was good, man. It was good. I guess at Pat, St. Patty's. How about you? Um, yeah, anything? man. I had went to uh can you hear me? Okay, you hear me. Okay, good. Um my the I went to uh I went to Cleveland and I kicked it with um, uh, Paco. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. man, yeah, yeah Paco. It was his his little kickback. Yeah, it was his one year, um, one year uh, with not smoking cigarettes. So he celebrated, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we did that, man. Cleveland is cool. Um, That's dope. It's, uh, I went with uh, uh, brother to the night and swoop. So yeah, we had a good time, man. It was a real good, uh, real good time, you know. Hanging out there, man, and you know, seeing a little bit of Cleveland. So he was very. Uh, yeah, I, I ain't never been to Cleveland. Yeah, so man. I gotta, I gotta yeah, I want to get back and be able to see Cleveland. Cleveland. We kind of had kind of like a schedule of things we were doing, but now, nah, man, Paco. Shout out to Paco. He was very, um, you know, he was very accommodating, and you know, we had a good time, man. So, yeah. That's what's up. Yes, sir. Congrats to him again, man, on, on kicking them uh, squares yeah, out. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I hate cigarettes, bro. But, yeah, that was good for him. I yeah. Good for him. Yeah. That's the worst smell. Like, legit this morning, dog. Like, in, like in my car, in a turning lane, waiting to get on the highway, I could smell it. And there's a lady, like, one car above me or in front of me to the right. And she had, like, her window cracked. And I, I mean, it it was like, it felt like somebody was smoking in my car. It was the worst. It was like, I hate it. I don't know how people can, uh, you know, just just choke back on them, man. And yeah, yeah, man. it is what it is, I yeah, guess. Yeah. But correct, congrats yeah, to him. Yeah, for though. sure, for sure. Um, yeah, man, let's get this episode started. But before we do, where can they find us? At Stakes is High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email at stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Chill. All right. Yo. We got a guest, man. We are continuing on with our celebration of Women's History Month. Uh, shout out to Christy. 
uh, who was our our last guest, uh, hometown represent man. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a lot of feedback from that man. Thank you to the new listeners who tuned in uh, to listen to that episode. I know we had a lot of people from Mary and her mom. Uh, you know, was on you know Facebook and just people, just man, just showing us love. So, um, thank you guys for uh, tuning in and hopefully tuning in this week. Um, but yeah, go back and listen to that episode. And our first episode was with D Dowdy from Levels of Melanin Podcast. Um, check, yeah, you. check them out. Check that episode out too, man. Great episode. I think very, uh, very moving. I think it was therapy for their family to listen to that episode and just kind of hear you know her hear how she felt about some of her past and the way she was raised so check that out all right yeah all right tc so go ahead go ahead yeah right. um my my, my home girl man uh i threw the call out you know at a at a at not a timely manner and uh she definitely uh answered the call with with open arms and uh we don't even go back that long probably a couple years or so and we met in this uh, application that a lot of you hear us talk about uh, often, uh, Slack, the NDYBP. But um, I got my good friend, fellow Greek, uh, Dr. O, a.k.a. Itoro, in the building with us today. What's up? Hello, hello. How are you doing today? Thank you for having me. What's Hey. Thank you for coming through. Yes, thank you, Doctor. Oh, I'm calling you. I'm calling you that for life now. Like <laughs> you said, you said that, and I, I, I didn't know that that was your thing. You know what I'm saying? So now I, I just I gotta put the respect on. <laughs> hey, like, oh, hey, what's the O stand for? The O stands for Opoco. I was gonna let TC try to do that. Oh, well, <laughs> I saved you from that one. She, she did it right. She, did <laughs> she it came right. through. Thank you for coming, man. Appreciate you coming. Like you said, last minute, almost the last minute. You know. Um, uh, coming through, so appreciate it. Not a problem. It's my pleasure. Yeah, man. All right, before we get started, I want to read something to you guys. It's a riddle. All right. Uh-oh. This is going to be oh, a riddle. Shit. I had to throw this up. Okay, listen. I am, I am not good at Come riddles. Come on, man. No. All right, here it is. A father and his son are in a car accident. The father, okay. the father dies at the scene, and the son is rushed to the hospital. At the hospital, the surgeon looks at the boy and says, I can't operate on this boy. He is my son. How can this be? I have to recuse myself. I've already heard this riddle okay, before. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. TC. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, I mean, father, stepfather, or... or uh, so it gotta be some. Uh, there's the common sense answer. Like first thing that comes to mind is there's a, a stepfather or something involved. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the only thing I would think about two different men calling the boy um, their son. That's 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 where I would go. No, uh, is that the correct answer? I don't know. Uh, he said no. No, that's not the correct answer. <laughs> Good try, oh, because well, I, I think majority of the people would probably answer that way. All right, I'm going to read it again, mm-hmm. and then we're going to have Itora tell us the answer. A father and his son are in a car accident. The father dies at the scene, and the son is rushed to the hospital. At the hospital, the surgeon looks at the boy and says, I can't operate on this boy. He is my son. How can this be? Itora, tell her how that can be. The surgeon is the mom. Boom! Oh <laughs> shit! What an idiot! <laughs> but no, like no, like you, man. And I read that for a reason because most people. Damn, I fell for that <laughs> trap, bro. Easy too. I fell right into that. Oh my yep, god! Yeah, you did. You did. I'm. S- I'm sorry, everybody. Nah, sorry. man. I, nah, <laughs> the, the, the I fell for the it. crazy thing about it is, man. A lot of people have answered that that way they found out every kind of way every way every shape form and fashion that they can make that doctor a man it's his grandpa it has to be a stepfather it has you know what i mean like it's his it's his adopted father it's all these different things that people say and they just they totally eliminate that the doctor could have been a woman yeah the the yeah it's it's because you throw the alley-oop in there and say that the father died on the scene i don't know i feel like when you say the father died on the scene and then it's like the then the surgeon said, "Well, this is my son." And it's like, how can it be? And it's it's like, 
yeah how can it be you said the father died so you kind of don't even think <laughs> yeah. that way it's like it like pushes you to think that way you know like yeah you just said the father died what do you mean how, you know how can it be and so you yeah. just you just it just pushes you to it's it, nice riddle you got yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it just goes into the stereotype, the stereotypical, like, you know, Itora, when you hear that, and I'm sure you, um, I don't know when you heard that riddle. How's that, you know, like, is that kind of the stereotype or just the impression that goes on? That, yeah, that's pretty much the stereotype, even though women have been doing a lot of amazing things. Um, but for some reason, you just hear surgeon and you assume it's a man. You don't assume that it's a woman or just even a woman as a doctor. You just automatically put her as a family doctor or you put her as an OB guy who will deliver babies. But it's just like surgeon, not woman. It's like they're not synonymous. But at the same time, that's changing. And to the credit of society, because, you know, for a long time, a lot of the surgeons were mostly men, mm-hmm. um, just with women and going from the household to the work field. It's just like, why would you want to go be a surgeon? Why would you want to be away from your family like that? They work hectic hours. That's not the place for a woman. But women are finding their place everywhere. So um, the stereotype that usually comes along with that riddle TC's not the first one nah, nor the nah, last nah, one. Nah. And it's just like when people are like, yeah, yeah, she could be the surgeon. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. why is that so astonishing? Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I think the first time I read it, so the thing, I'm pretty okay at riddles, but I was like, the only reason why I I was able, because like TC said, the initial answer you go to is stepfather, whatever, whatever. But I was like, hold on, man, this answer can't be that easy. Let me think about, you know what I mean? But with that being said, mm-hmm. it was like me just saying, okay, it's just not, it's a riddle. But stereotypically, if somebody says, hey, man, I, my surgeon, I'm going to be like, oh, what's his name? Mm-hmm. You're naturally going to do that for yeah. sure. So, yeah, man, that's, uh, I wanted to read that. I was like, I'm going to set this up for the, <laughs> I thank you for backing out because somebody else would have been like, yeah, it's a such and such without acting like they never heard the answer. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to do that. I wasn't going to sit there because I, when I first heard the riddle, I don't think I answered it appropriately. I don't know what I came up with, but I didn't answer it appropriately okay. either because, I mean, even still knowing that I wanted to be a doctor all my life, it's still, it's still a man's world in surgery. So yeah, it's just like, yeah. oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, even as a yeah. woman, I still do that sometimes myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, to go back to that, even just a stereotypical. So be working part time here at the hotel, um, there were athletic directors in house today. And it was like maybe two to three hundred athletic directors. Naturally, what do you think about when you think of ath- athletic director? Men. A man. And there was a lot of women here. You know what I mean? I was like, that's kind of dope, you know. But, yeah, it's just another one of those stereotypical, you know, jobs. And like you said, women, like, no, I want to be athletic director. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, I think that's – sadly, we think like that, but we're going to have to start getting out of that way of, you know, thinking because you see some women doing some dope things, man. Yeah, we're here and we're coming. We're going to continue to keep coming. Yeah, man, yeah. So TC man, let's 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 talk to Etora, and I know you had some things that you Bro. had had going you want you had down that you wanted to jump into. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I mean we we could get we could just go ahead and dive in. Um, I mean, starting off, um, you know, I just wanted you know Etora to give a little bit of you know her background. Like she just a second ago mentioned, you know, she knew she wanted to be a doctor you know, her whole life. Um, so just a little bit of information about your background or upbringing and, you know, kind of uh, leading into, you know, how you uh, came to the conclusion that, you you know, you knew this, this would be your profession at an early age. Okay. Um, so at a very young age, and I remember this story, I told my parents that I wanted a doctor's bag. Um, And a lot of the people, when you hear the doctor's bag, you might think of the black bag with the cross on it, but I didn't want that one. Um, So we went to Toys R Us, and Fisher-Price had this orange plastic case with um, the blue handle. I remember it like it was yesterday. It had blood pressure cuff in it. It had a stethoscope. Mm -hmm. I could move things around, and that's the one I wanted. 
and that's the one I went home with. Um, I'm pretty sure it's somewhere in my parents' closet. There might be hoarders. I'm not sure just yet, but it's okay. <laughs> um, I just haven't found it, but I'm sure they still have that thing till this day. And then ever since then, um, all the choices that I made, all the choices that my parents have made um, have been to get me to this point now. So... I moved around a lot when I was younger, so I don't necessarily have a place where I grew up at. At this point in time, I spent the most time in Kentucky. I went to um, high school in Lexington, and I did undergrad and grad school in Louisville, and then I came up here to Indianapolis for medical school. But along the way with that, um, my mom... I know you're from... I know you... Went to school in Louisville because you didn't call it Louisville. I didn't call it Louisville. You're I didn't Louisville. call it Louisville. <laughs> yeah, Louisville. Louisville. You got, got family a, down You got to roll all those letters together. Yeah, so yeah, sure, that's how. Sure. I, yeah, agreed. That's how I know I've been there for yeah. a long time. Um, and then my mom, she actually wanted to go to medical school as well. She's a registered dietitian. Um, along the way, she had brain aneurysm. So while I was in high school, Mm. she had a brain bleed. It was sudden. Mm. The doctors couldn't necessarily say, you know, why she had it because she's not the one. Um, Not that anyone should be the one, but she was in very good health. She was young. Um, Her and my father coached um, myself, my brother, and my sister at various points in time in our careers in soccer. And so she was actually on the soccer field when when it happened. And, yeah, and so she was rushed to the hospital and she was she had actually just took her MCAT, which that's the entrance exam into medical school, and she did well. She had received admission into Washington University in St. Louis, but um, with the type of injury she had, it would have just been way too much stress for her to go to medical yeah, school sure. and complete that. So at that time, yeah, I wanted to become a doctor, but I also made a, a decision to become a doctor for myself and my mother. Um, so along the way I did that, I uh, majored in chemistry and biochemistry at the university of Louisville. Um, that was an interesting experience. Uh, uh, chemistry, I'm not actually a fan of chemistry. I used it as a stepping stone knowing I would never be a chemist. So it's just like, I need to become a doctor because I have this whole degree that I'm not going to use. So (laughs) if I don't get into medical school, I wasted a lot of time. So I did that, and then um, one of my professors, because I didn't do well on a test, he was just like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was like, I'm trying to go to medical school. And he was like, well, this performance on this test suggests that you should find something else to do. Mm. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I need to buckle down, because again, this is what I said I wanted to do. So was he being, you think he was being an asshole, or was he like trying to motivate you? Um, an asshole. Okay. Definitely think he was being an yeah, asshole yeah, yeah. because like, I, like yeah, like I had came in, yeah. I had took it upon myself wow. to like come into his office hours. It's not like he summoned me. It's not like I had to be there. You need to go holler at him now. <laughs> like, yo, remember you told me? Exactly. And I thought about it. I thought about that <laughs> along you. the way. I thought about that along the way. And so, Dr. O. <laughs> yeah. Put some respect on my name. So in that's one of those things that like, okay, well. I don't have a plan B, so we got a full steam ahead. So I did what I needed to do, put my head down. I got through the class, got through many of other classes that I just didn't enjoy, but Mm -hmm. there were stones to where I wanted to be. So then I did um, finish that. Then, interesting enough, I applied for medical school. um, And I didn't actually get in the first time I applied for medical school. Mm -hmm. And so that. Is that common, though? Because I know, like, people who take the T's test for RN, it's like, you probably got to take it twice. Yeah, so it's not... It's not uncommon. Like okay, a lot yeah, of people, yeah, yeah. they either don't get in or they have to take the MCAT several times, yeah, this, then, yeah. the other. So, of course, I was devastated. Um, it's one of those things that I kind of had a self-pity type moment, though, because, like, I took the MCAT. I didn't like my score because standardized testing is not my ministry. Like, I don't like it. I've mm. never been a good Man. test taker. And so they just don't agree with my soul. So I didn't do well on the MCAT. And instead of, like applying just to see what happened I just didn't do it like I just shut down and then at the very last minute I had 
just for whatever reason, I decided to apply. And at the very last minute, it was like the last day <laughs> to apply. I just sent some applications in and then I got a couple interviews. So now here I am, last day, a couple interviews. I was like, well, maybe if I had been more invested in myself at that time, mm-hmm. maybe and applied early and put a good effort into it, mm-hmm. maybe I would have gotten to medical school the first time around. But I took mm-hmm. two years and I did a bioethics and medical humanities master's of arts because it was something that I wanted to do mm-hmm. because um, the University of Louisville had a dual degree program. I could get my MD and I could also get my MA. And since I didn't get in, it was just like, well, why not just do that? Take okay. some time. Um, because I needed something to do. Like it was either work and try and get into medical school or go back to school and try and get into medical school. So I did that for two years and then I reapplied. And then here I am today, finishing up my residency this year. It's been a long road and I'm glad that it's almost over. (laughs) So when you finish. Nice, congrats. What is your goal? Your goal is, you know, far as doctor what kind and all that so i am finishing my family medicine residency down at franciscan health on the south side of indianapolis so i'll be going out and be a family medicine doctor i accepted a job i think this is the first time i'm saying this like out loud for like multiple people to hear um i accepted a job at community Mm. um health network let's give it up let's give it up let's give it up (laughs) thank you thank you that's dope super dope (laughs) thank you so it's good to know that after all of this i'll be employed so um i will join them in november so um yeah i'll be a family medicine general practitioner i can take care of the babies i can take care of the grandparents so it'll be it'll be fun so let me ask you a question so going back to the beginning when you went to toys r us to get your so like most kids if you talk to a lot of kids um you know at a certain age they all want to be doctors lawyers firemen police officers you know what i'm saying that's a kind of like that common um, answer that you know you ask a regardless if it's from you know eight to teenager you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like that's what I want to do you know and uh, mm-hmm. who kept you who kept you motivated like you said your parents made sure that you know they were going to continue to make sure like okay this is what you want to do um, what did they do as far as motivating you and giving you the resources to say, all right, stick with it, stick with it, to make you say, I'm going to keep on doing this? Um, they definitely provided. So my parents, they are Nigerian, born and raised. They came over here. So I guess that would make me and my siblings first generation because we were all born over here. And they just, they had goals and dreams for themselves. And watching them mm. do that school, because my parents, they both to school or highly educated individuals so just watching them follow a dream Mm. and every once in a while they would check in so like what do you want to do what are you doing what are you doing to reach this goal and it was just it was just simple it's like Mm. this is what I wanted to do so Mm. unlike my sister who I get kind of jealous she's the free spirit of the family she's in the middle and she just kind of does whatever she wants to do um she Mm wanted to be a dentist but she just realized math wasn't her thing and science wasn't her thing and that's okay but for me Mm. i did summer camps um i spent a lot of my time at summer camps now that i think about it doing these science and math type things so it wasn't really running around i i joke because like becoming a doctor is probably like I've only had two jobs in my like life because I've always been in school trying to do something yeah, or yeah, yeah. away doing something was, and so uh, I couldn't get a job like uh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's just like yeah. I heard yeah, someone I, else say that Charles Barkley I was going Charles to, Barkley said he's never had a job in his life I, yeah. because he, he he didn't consider what he does now a job he says what I love and he played basketball so like so I'm like dang okay uh-huh. <laughs> yeah that's yeah. so I was going to ask do you do you feel that you know and and I've I've heard this before um, stereotypically, but do you feel that your your parents, you know, Nigerian <laughs> heritage, uh, kind of push? I, I just feel like I've heard a number of times, like 
parents and like African parents and, and families and, and they're really strict about culture. I, I it was a bruh that I knew. Um he, he moved away to Atlanta and then Houston now, but um he lived up here for a minute and got cool with him. He was Nigerian as well. And uh, you know, he talked about how his parents were like super strict and uh all about him getting his education and, and going for the, you know, the biggest job or the most important job, et cetera. Do you think, you know, heritage had a a role in it at all? Most definitely. Uh, my parents, it mm-hmm. wasn't that you had to be a doctor, you had to be a lawyer, but whatever you were wanting to do, you better put your head down and do it and get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, so that definitely played a part in, yeah, so I stereotypical, yeah, I guess I'm the oldest of the three of us. I'm the oldest granddaughter I'm the oldest cousin like everything with me and my cousins it's me so I'm at the top so I had no choice but to be a role model so there was really no messing up for me so there's a lot of factors that kind of push me in this direction and I mean it's all ultimately made me a better person I don't think I necessarily appreciated it when I was growing up but it's definitely paid dividends now yeah, I think. I mean, you never do appreciate it as a kid when it's like <laughs> everybody's playing and your folks like, uh, no, you gotta read like three chapters before you can go play. Or, you exactly. know, so you know, I, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I've seen, uh, you know, I've seen, def- I think I've seen also like, kind of like you said, if you think of like, you know, anyone who's a foreigner here in the in the country, it's almost like they have a different drive, like they have a different purpose, mm-hmm. uh, especially when they were naturally born and they're you know in a different country and they come here and they're like yo i gotta drive i gotta make this work because yo this is my chance Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna have a different a different type of push and it sounds like that's what you said your parents had Mm -hmm. i definitely agree because i actually went my siblings and i because we had never been um to nigeria Mm -hmm. until last year in august and just Mm -hmm. seeing i still had like an uncle and an Mm -hmm. aunt and some cousins that i had never met and just the difficulties that they have because you take it for granted so Mm -hmm. i'm like well I might go to class today. I might not go to class today. If I want to enroll in whatever, mm-hmm. I can do that tomorrow. And for them, it was just like, yeah, our school, the professors are on strike. They're mm-hmm. not. So a lot, a much of what is going on yeah. here with the teachers yeah. being on strike kind of all over the country. But that's like their everyday sure. life. Like there's not a every month somebody yeah, is just yeah. not doing something because the government isn't paying for the amenities for sure, and like sure. tell watch our government mm-hmm. not do something mm-hmm. here and see what happens <laughs> yeah. and that's like that's their life mm-hmm. day in day out yeah. so they definitely take it for granted so when yeah. they come over here um they take they don't take it for granted yeah. they yeah. go and get phds they go and become doctors mm-hmm. and sometimes they go back home and sometimes they don't but they're like i came here to get my education that's what i'm gonna do right, and right that's that yeah you know one of the things that i i think like even just like if you become cultured here in america if you become cultured and you travel like you said you went to nigeria i've been to a third world country and you're like yo i don't believe how good i have it that i didn't even you come home with a different like respect for like man i can just drink this clean water whenever i want to you know what i'm saying like it was it was kind of crazy when i went to a third world country and I really just appreciated, like, damn, home. I looked at home a little different, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I think um, I ask about the, you know, did you see a difference, like, because I, I'm I'm dealing with, I have a five-year-old, and I think that, like, us as Americans, I think that I went to college, and the expectation was like, yo, just go to college and make sure you go to college. <laughs> Be whatever you want in life. You know what I mean? Like, okay, uh, I don't know. I'm. You go to college at 18 and you're supposed to make declare your major at 19. You're still a teenager. I don't know what I want to be for the rest of my life, you know. Exactly. Do you think like you cuz um and I and I that's one of the things that I have issue with with uh our college process. I I, I don't think that. I'm like I wish they can do something different as far as maybe helping us try to figure out because some people have it like you and I you know think like TC I think you kind of knew what you wanted to be just in the arts you know what you wanted to do but 
a lot of kids don't. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, so we just go and spend money, and it's like, all right, I ain't do, I ain't using that major. You know what I mean? Exactly. But going to, mm-hmm. but going to something you just said, you said your sister is more the free spirit, mm-hmm. and you wish you could have been more like that. Do you think she kind of took on that? I don't know what I want to do. Is that kind of? <laughs> she definitely. So I would. So she's the free spirit in the sense that she changes her mind in a heartbeat, okay. and she's just okay. like. I'll figure it out. Gotcha, me, gotcha. I like to have a plan. I have to have a good reason to abort my plan. Mm-hmm. But like my parents, they definitely gave us opportunities. So she would have been an amazing dentist just because she's like an artist yeah, and she yeah. can work with her hands and do mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. So I have no doubt that she would have been amazing. It's just the steps to, that gotcha. she would have had to get gotcha. through in order to become that uh-huh. they they wouldn't have worked with her and for me like I did art I did painting we did um the fine arts she played the cello I played the violin we all played the piano at some okay. point in time so we definitely had different outlets to okay. see okay. if that's what we wanted to do. pursue okay. Okay. so that's what I would say um because yeah if you don't know what you want to be when you get to college <laughs> yeah. you can mm-hmm. waste the good year oh, and a good man. year of money real yeah. quick and I think a credit to our system now I would say use those electives for things that aren't actually in your major. Like if you're a science major, but you think you might be interested in business and you think you might be interested in music, Mm -hmm. do that. Because that's kind of the way of the world now, um, especially kind of in medicine, because burnout is one of those things that we're addressing. And it's just like, well, if you've been marching through 13 years of school, 13 years of training, not having a chance to live your life, of course you're going to be burned out. But Mm -hmm. like now um, in my third year of residency, we have interns who have come in and one of them majored in opera. And so it's just like, right. Like, how did you, how did you get here? And it's just like, I mean, I took the classes required and I took the test and then I went about my business. But other than that, like, yeah, I did opera yeah. for my major. Yeah, so I think that's a mm-hmm. good thing that I didn't. And it's changed because mm-hmm. like when I was in undergrad, it was like, you want to go to medical school, you do science. Si- something in science. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. That, and that was it. That was the only way. Nobody gotcha. suggested doing anything else. And now meeting people like that or people who have gone off and had careers and mm-hmm. came back to medical school, which I think those people are crazy. But, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, everybody to each their own, but do what makes you happy. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Um, Being, um, you know, something we touched on the beginning, being a woman in that field and especially being a black woman in that field, have you had to deal with some, um, you know, dealing with issues, did you have to deal with issues as far as like gender and especially race going through this journey of becoming a doctor? What's some of the things you had to deal with? Not necessarily, surprisingly enough, um, no. Seriously? No, like things have actually been pretty good. Like I work on the south side of Indianapolis, Mm -hmm. like very close to Greenwood. So I am the only African-American in the whole entire residency, nursing staff, directors. Um, I can go weeks to days without seeing like another African-American patient and things like that. We definitely have a lot of Burmese on the South side. Um, and that was my that was my concern when yeah, I, I would think that too. Like, you know, uh, can we get someone else? <laughs> exactly. And that, that was a big concern. Um going down there i mean the woman part not so much because like that's definitely changed in family medicine it's becoming like a 50 50 split and things like that we're moving towards that way so being woman not so much go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead oh um yeah being woman not so much but being a black woman it's actually been fine which is you know not that i'm saying Mm -hmm. well let me take that back so I have had some microaggression <laughs> type things, and um, it's happened. I've addressed yeah, yeah, yeah. them. Um, but it's definitely not – I thought there would be more. And so the fact yeah. that there's That's not why I more. That's why I figured you'd be having, like, <laughs> this one time. This, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, <they're>, yeah, because <laughs> I, I remember not too long ago, I was watching, and it was, probably, it was probably a rerun, but I was watching Grey's Anatomy. 
and it was an episode where uh, one of the patients, I don't remember the black the black lady that's the doctor on that show, mm-hmm. um, but he wouldn't let her touch him. Like he was like, can I get another doctor? And they wouldn't say, and they kept saying she's she's completely capable. He's like, no, I want another doctor. I want another, but he wouldn't say why. And then she they she went and got uh, the doctor I, again. I don't watch the show like that, so I don't know her name. But the the Asian doctor mm-hmm. and got her, and then he wouldn't let her touch him either. And he was like, and they're like, what's going? They looking left and right, and then it, it hit him why you know what i'm saying it's like damn this dude like literally like he is in pain and literally won't let us treat him <laughs> yeah. because of the skin of our color that's so wild to me like bro i'd rather just be in pain <laughs> right. yeah, just sit here that's crazy right <laughs> hey i seen this um i know uh one of my friends her daughter works for works at mcdonald's she's a high school student working at mcdonald's a black girl or she's mixed actually um mom's white uh dad's black but anyway she works at mcdonald's and um, a guy came in ready to order food, and she was at the at the uh, cash register to take the order. And he was like, um, mm-hmm. um, "Is there anyone else that can take uh, take my order?" And oh. he was she was like, "No, sir." And she was he was like, "Well, I don't." I think he said something like, "I don't want a black person taking my order." <laughs> and she was like, "This is all it is." <laughs> Dude walked out. I'm like, "Fool, you gonna be hungry instead of." Letting a black person take your order, bro. You at McDonald's? Yo, that would that would have had me so heated, man. Oh my god! I just, yeah. yeah, I don't understand that's, that's, people. That's, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> but hopefully, you never have to go, you know, through that, you know. And, and and you know, like we said, like I've always thought, like in this day and time, it seems like you know we should be past that. But then again, that's always something to remind you, like we're not. Oh, we're not, especially like when I have to like see older patients. That's usually like the ones who are in yes. their 70s and 80s. I'm like, they still on that. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, so what side of history do you stand on? So how do you, so I usually, I do get nervous about that because I'm just like, well, I don't know. Cause they were, they were alive. Absolutely. So it's just like and how. They stayed in that bubble. <laughs> exactly. So how do you, how do you feel about that? Because it's just like being on the South side. It's just like, you know, my hair is a constant, mm. it's a constant, you know, conversation topic and it's fine. I get it. There's just like, oh, your hair is so beautiful today. I'm like, ah, I mean, it's the same as it was yesterday, yeah. but it's okay. And yeah, they don't, it's something. Oh, that, oh my God. Yeah, if they don't, if they don't understand it, it becomes like a, you know, a novelty or a, like, yo, just relax. It's my hair. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that would annoy me too, man. Like mm-hmm. I used to hate, and it used to be weird, man. I would hate, uh. <laughs> it's funny like cer- certain certain some white people don't understand like black guys and haircuts mm-hmm. and so like i'm I, it's been times like I, I would have been at work and it's like you know just talking casually it's like man yeah you know weekend's coming i gotta get a haircut da, da, da. and they're like a haircut for what and it's like because <laughs> uh, i need a haircut like you don't have hair and it's like you know us we we know what it looks like when you need a fade when you need a lineup you know you know it's time it's like but it, you don't have anything to cut, and, and <laughs> they will have a whole argument slash discussion with you about you saying you need a haircut. And I'm like, dog, you just don't get it. Let it go. Don't worry about it. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I I get annoyed. Yeah, I get annoyed yeah. with that. And, it's like, and just, my thing just is, like, yeah, and my thing is, bro, they know. They're just trying to make. It's almost like I said, if it's something they don't understand, it becomes this. Oh wow, I mean, what do you mean you don't have? You know, like. Bro, just have some empathy. I told you I need a haircut. Let it go. You know what I mean? Like, come on. <laughs> and they're teachable moments because some of well, them really just well, don't know sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's wild. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. That's wild. <laughs> I, I had a question. You know, you, you you spoke about, you know, family and, you know, you being the oldest and having that uh, pressure to be, a you know, uh, a role model or, you know, set the standard for, you know, those under you, your younger siblings or cousins or whatever the case may be. Um, but I want to ask you, like, you know, what about your peers? How does that, you know, your profession, you know, every, you know, everybody in today's time is like, oh, yo, you a doctor, dude? You know, you, 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 know, you know how, you know, friends, peers do. Um, how is that, you know, how do you deal with that and, kind of you know people's you know expectation of you or or you know how they view you just you know because of you know your profession basically 
Um, well, I've been fortunate enough that a lot of the people that I surround myself with and in my circle were professionals of varying different degrees. So that's been really helpful mm -hmm. just to um, just to be around and to help motivate. So it's not really it's a celebration of sorts because I mean, all my friends have been like professionals for a while now. And like I said, I'm getting ready to finish mm -hmm. residency and have like my job for the first time. So it's just like, everybody's been like, yeah, I've been doing this going to work thing <laughs> for a long time. And here I graduated in 2016 right. and then I had to be on some, be on a clock. And I'm like, how have you all been going to work every single day? <laughs> I'm like, mm -hmm. I miss the student life while I roll out of bed and study. But Definitely my peers have been a support system. And so now it's like I got a chance to celebrate their achievements and they celebrate mm -hmm. mine. I do tell them not to yell this out in the public because I'm like, I'm off the clock. Mm -hmm. I just want to be off the clock. Like, I don't want to take care of nobody right now. Uh, like, must be like uh, she's a doctor. Uh, can you check my elbow? I'm thinking exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's like, well, I just want to drink my drink or just like be out here with my friends yeah for so sure. I, can but yeah. I can see that it's definitely been good you with know. my peers though <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 i feel that that's good man. um that's real good yeah uh this journey's been hard yes. I, I, i'm sure you know what i mean i can only imagine um what are some things that you felt that you had to sacrifice that you wish you could go back and do some of the things but just because you had to stay with your goal and you was like, oh, I got to make a sacrifice. I can't do this or do that. But you wish you, there's some things you wish you would have been able to experience. Yeah. So delayed gratification is the name of the game with going to medical school. Um, for some people, mm -hmm. not for everyone. But I wish, so saying my friendships and my peers, I wish I had taken more time to do that. Because um, in the second year of medical school, I lost my best friend. Mm -hmm. And... Um, it was it was a rough time because like I'm the first year I'm studying for like one of the first boards that I have to take. So she ended up um, passing away from a blood clot in her lungs. And so like I didn't go on girls trips with her because I was always studying yeah. um, for something or I didn't have money to do X, Y and Z because I was saving that money for applications and things like that. So definitely having fun, like having fun, like taking more time for that. And it's yeah, just like yeah. I already piecemeal my time out. I could have piecemealed just a little bit more <laughs> to like see my friends more often do yeah, those yeah. things and like go on girls trips, go on spring break and mm. just have a good time. So so you yeah. was almost kind of like that 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 person who had a baby early in the game <laughs> you, you yeah that, just kind of middle school medical school there, baby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like yeah, just, yeah i hear people who had babies early like i missed out on that because i had to take mm -hmm. care of my kid you're kind of like that with school yeah, yeah that's I can see that. definitely, I definitely can see that. how that works because now i'm like okay i'm free let's do this and people are just like i got bills mm -hmm. to pay i don't have that much time off anymore so you're like i'm about to get this check let's go kick it exactly and they're like uh <laughs> No, not not today. I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. That's fair. Yeah. So that and relationships, relationships definitely suffered mm. for medical school. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, some of that stuff got to go on the back burner. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, it's like you know, I I get it. I, I you know, I I I don't know. I feel like relationships, you know, take a lot of work, uh, take a lot of attention. Yeah. Um, and I feel like. Your your workload's already heavy and your attention is probably already used up. So yeah. you know, true? trying to have, you know, cater to, you know, mm -hmm. to a man or a woman mm -hmm. um during that process. I mean it's it's you know, and, and you're Greek, so <laughs> being online is like yeah, you know I mean, you you ain't got you don't have time to you, you just don't. It's like I I'm sorry, I I can't I can't come over, I can't see you, this I can't even talk to you, <laughs> I can't even I can't even eat. Can't see. I've been up for twenty four hours. Uh, you know, it's like come on, man. Yeah, hey, but think about it like this, bro. Like you know, we we were like, hey, man, we we've experienced a Greek picnic. And it's like somebody who was in like med school or something like that. Like I can't go, you know, financially. I mm -hmm. got to do it. And now they 
Like we could talk about it, but it's just something that you oh, know. Oh yeah, like I missed out on Greek pigs because like I like, couldn't, ah, I couldn't go. You now, didn't go to that? No, uh, it's just like now I'm 30, yeah, 31. Yeah, like yeah. no, I'm not getting ready to go down there. Like this is not a yeah, good idea. <laughs> yeah, you had to sacrifice some of that stuff, and I, I get yeah. it. I get it. I get it. So and and uh, it's a wrap now. Trying to go to like yeah, it's AGP. Over. <laughs> it's exactly. Over. Like they I can call you old school. Exactly. Like I can't. Oh, they will clown you. Like you. Play as win, you know. You got all these spring nineteen <laughs> Greek exactly. songs. Like, yeah. I, I play as follow five. They're like, damn, you old. You could be my, you could be my dad. Like, get the fuck out of my face, man. Right, yeah. like, get out the way. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's all right, man. It's all right. You, you you set yourself up for you know for the better. So I yeah, mean, yeah. Man. It's called sacrifice. I think we all have sacrifices that we have to have in life, regardless if. You're, you know, a father, a mother, a husband, a wife, uh, in, in school. It's things that we have to sacrifice, especially if we have goals. And when yeah. you have those goals, comes along, the sacrifice comes along with it. You know what I'm saying? No matter Agreed. what. Agreed. You know what I mean? Just um, that, that, that's, that's, what it, that's what happens. So you just got to be prepared to do that. Yeah. If not, your success rate is going to be low as hell. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wondering what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, so man, keep it. So you know, we kind of, I kind of breeze over this question. I, I wanted to you know bring it up in, in the beginning, but you know we we dove in about your background. But um, you know we we're highlighting women this month for you know International Women's Month, and you know I just wanted to you know hear from you like you know what what makes this month you know important to you does it mean anything to you is there do you uh you know set personal goals during this month uh uh professional goals during this month you know make make it a point to you know attend any women's month events anything like that reach out to certain people um just want to you know hear uh you know your thoughts on that and then you know for the listeners you know you know share for the listeners so it could be something that you know, they may be able to absorb and, yeah. you know, put into, you know, put effort towards in their own personal lives, too. Or is it even highlighted enough? That's a good. True, that's, that too. That's a great that question. I mean, being black and being a black woman, like the first three months of any year is amazing. Like my birthday is in January. Then we have Black History Month in February. And then we have in <laughs> Women's Month in March. So <clears throat> just a lot of successes and things that go on so like women's month women's history month um i had a opportunity to attend um, an event held by some panelists some women entrepreneurs in the city like a jack daniels event um tia chambers with financially fit hey. and fab so tia, what's she she makes me feel bad about my spending habits but she's doing it for the best and she's doing it um so i can be better so um she was on the panel and so i definitely wanted to go out and support her and then i got to hear from some other women in the city who are just doing amazing things that just wanted um motivated me to start looking at some things for myself and like what better month Mm -hmm. than now um now that i'm finishing residency and then I'll be part of the community because like I said I moved around a lot so I don't actually necessarily have a community or a place that I identify with Mm -hmm. so a goal for Mm -hmm. me was to I need to find something in Indianapolis to become a part yeah to become a part of and with and to grow with so that's like a goal that I set for myself that you know has happened to coincide with this month so what better month to do it um have some financial goals that i've set i don't necessarily know that it's about this month but it's like it's here Mm -hmm. why not um but definitely women and supporting women um is something that you know do it year round but if there's gonna be a month to help with it why not so it's been a good month. I've learned about some people. I've learned about some opportunities. Um, I went to a Yelp Elite event yesterday. It was. Oh, um, man, I've been trying to get my Yelp game up, man, everywhere <laughs> I go. Yeah, you need oh to do God. it. They've got, some, they've got some pretty good events. I forget. 
Man. man, I forget every time. I'll never be elite, dude. Bro, I, I, I never check in. I'm man. taking. I'm. I don't care if I go to the movies. I'm taking pictures of my popcorn, bro. Exactly, and like it was a event highlighting females in fashion and women, and it was Ooh. just a good experience. So like I got, yeah. So I got a chance to talk. Oh to wait. You. Yeah, I think I saw you post that. It was up. They had like a a color thing in the exhibit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, my, it was that okay. Thing. Yeah, and then you ironically got blue. Yeah, right? Am I, I <laughs> yeah, okay. no, that's the right, 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 right one. And so it was All a good. Right, it was right. a good event. So just seeing that and just, I don't know where I want my place to be in the world just yet. But like Women's Month sounds like a good time to try that's and cool. figure that out. That's cool. That's mm-hmm. cool. If yeah, that answered your question, yeah. yeah, no, I think that's. I think <laughs> yeah, that's, for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, my last question, we're rolling up on this hour, or, you know, one of my f- last things I want to ask as far as question-wise, uh, um, did you have a mentor throughout this process? Because, uh, you know, TC and I have talked about mentors. I have a mentor, and, like, um, because I know this journey is was, it's tough, and, like, you said you have your friends, but, like, as far as, like, mentor, that, like, what kept you going? Was it a mentor, or was it just, like, spirituality? What kept you, like, you know, and I know you said your parents was some of your motivation, but, like, what else was it? And, like, and maybe you can kind of put that into someone else's ear and, like, people can start thinking about, like, you know, and maybe I need to start looking into a spiritual mentor or some things that you can tell somebody that you went, that helped you get through it. So, I'm I'm a very hard-headed, motivated individual, so um, that can be good and that can be bad, um, but definitely spiritual in faith is um what got me through because i i didn't have a mentor honestly Mm -hmm. and that's something that i was kind of upset with Mm. um when i got to medical school because it's just like not maybe statistically maybe it's not i don't have the numbers but like a lot of my friends who are African-American or just people of color, we Mm. struggled in medical school. Mm. And I was upset at the fact that there was a diversity office there. Mm. Um, It wasn't manned by people who graduated from the program. And then we have, there's doctors in the city who have like graduated from the medical school. And a lot of the complaints that we had, they had back then. So it's just like, where, change it. Yeah, like, and not only did you not change it, but, like, where were you? Mm. Like, I, I'm i new to the city. It's not like I can Google black doctors in IU health system or yeah. black doctors in Indianapolis mm. who graduated from IU. Yeah. Like, Why is that yeah. we have that mentality? Exactly, because like I'm like, uh. like, where, like, just where were you? Like, put your name on a sheet. Like, you know there's going to be an influx of if there's only one, if there's more than one, but, like, be available did you see other races having that um so we had and that's another thing that kind of also bothered me because it wasn't necessarily about other races but it's just like we're in the minority so everybody else had like there were groups for different things and so (laughs) so it automatically came like well the majority people have support maybe it's not the support that they're looking for but it's just like it can automatically Mm -hmm. become that just because there's more at least there's an option (laughs) exactly so it's just like we did so like just having and so they eventually like took apart the diversity office and a lot of us were upset about that but for me I'm just like but they weren't doing what I thought a diversity office should do. Not that with the new diversity office that they made, was it any better? But so mentorship is something that I've struggled with and I don't, I want mentors for myself because Mm -hmm. I think it would be helpful. Now, I don't necessarily know how to find them, how to go about it. Like like literally, I just want somebody to see something in me and tap me on the shoulder and be like, here, let me take you along with me and so you can learn these things. That's what I want. But in talking to people, that's, not how it goes and yeah, so like no, it's not, it's yeah not. so that's 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 part I of had to, i had to ask someone like hey this is some of the responsibilities i want you to have can you take on this and exactly. they were like open arms like yeah i got you exactly that's yeah. and i mean so that's for me that's that's one of my goals when i get on my feet like right. i want to mentor somebody you don't have to go into the same medicine but why don't you why haven't you if that's something you want why haven't you reached out? Because maybe they, because they didn't have it, 
they didn't have mentors and maybe they don't know if anyone's even interested in it like so this is part this is part of my personal Uh, growth thing so this is even why i agreed to do the podcast today because like i am you get to i'm a i call myself an extroverted introvert like i love people and i love talking to them but Uh, like i'm shy like i won't talk to you and We'll yeah. just go from there. Like, networking yeah. terrifies That's me. That's a lot of people we actually come on the show. <laughs> They're the same way. Like, I ain't trying to do that. Exactly. Like, networking, <laughs> yeah. I do not like it. I don't, mm. like, I don't, I think I'm a great person, but I don't know how to sell myself in order to, like, do that so especially a stranger like hey, exactly yeah. like that's, that's what i need to do that up here man <laughs> i haven't been to any networking events no legit i haven't been to any yet uh you know it's because i already knew a couple mm-hmm. you know i knew some people up this way so i kind of i mean my, my network is uh, it's much smaller than you know it was in indie but um you know i just started linking up with people that i already knew and just you know making moves that way but um, yeah, it's definitely a lot of networking, whether it be, you know, for the podcast, for, you know, my design business, you know, any of that, just, just linking up with people in, 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 in similar fields or professions that might need my services or, or just rubbing elbows with some other, you know, young black professionals, man, it's, it's important. Exactly. So that's why, like, we met on Slack. I was, um... I was looking for friends because, like, when we match, you match in several different places. And a lot of my friends got, like, put out to other cities. So then I looked up and I was like, well, I don't have any friends here anymore. So I need to go out. I ended up, Marco had a birthday party flag football or something. And I ended up going Mm -hmm. to that and just kind of branched out from there. So, like, part of my growth and, like, if it's a mentor just coming out in the community is like saying yes. I so very much like yeah. looked at TC's message today and I was like, I could pretend I didn't see this and just like, you know, they got those re receipts on, on like the Facebook messenger. I'd be like, damn, Toro played me, dog. <laughs> exactly. But I was like, what am I? I'm not doing anything. Well, I mean, I could be doing something, but it's like, why not? So like, that's part of my, yeah, like, we'll sure. say yes, do things. So, Finding a mentor and being a mentor um, is something that I'm working on. Cool, man. Hopefully somebody listens to this and be like, yo, I know someone that's that's pretty dope and they would be a great, you know what I mean? Hopefully we, through this conversation, someone's willing to, you know, um, take on that responsibility or put you in, you know, connect yeah. somebody with you and like that. Because it is, it's great to have someone who can give you an, um, an opinion that's unbiased and that gives it to you raw regardless if you i have somebody be like i know nah, bro you tripping <laughs> yeah you shouldn't think like that do it like this do it or, or you know or or somebody who just wants to listen sometimes my mentor just mm-hmm. listen to me yeah i've seen what mm-hmm. mentorship can do for people like when done correctly yeah, and it's amazing yeah, yeah. and i'm like i'm kind of jealous so <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man, you'll find oh. someone. It'd be dope. You know, you, you'll get someone. Yeah. yeah, you get someone. So. Yeah. You know, so, like, one, you know, one last thing that I had, and it kind of hints on the, the mentor thing. So, um, since you're not a mentor, don't have any mentees at the moment, but uh, right now and on this platform, you have people, <laughs> he, he you know, listening. responsibilities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You have, you know, you have people listening in and tuning in. And, uh, again, it's, it's, it's uh, International Women's Month. So um, my thing was going to be, you know, for any any black females, young females, whoever, uh, in medical school or in their residency, uh, you know, someone that might be struggling through yeah. or thinking about calling it quits or, you know, what advice would you give to them, you know, as far as you know, yeah. s- keeping their head above water, keeping their eye on the prize, and and, and trying to reach reach the goal and, and and reach the finish line of the goal they started. So or TC uh, or TC uh, something else that you could add to that is a parent who has a kid and their daughter is interested in being a doctor for sure. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, all, to all the young Doc McStuffins out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Speak um, to them. <laughs> Speak to them. Be patient. Mm. Failure is not the end. Failures are important and you shouldn't be afraid of them or ashamed of them. Um, 
and ask questions. Ask what can make you better. Ask, are there things to make you better? And then take a step back and really decide if this is what you want to do. Is it that you want to do it because society says that it is a prominent position and you know you should do it? Or is this something that you will love and grow and be able to maintain? And you have to like do some really introspective type thinking to kind of decide that because it's a long road and you want to be happy at the end of it. So that's what's up. That's and to the parents with daughters. And to the parents with daughters, just or 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 sons. See now we <laughs> see yeah, we daughters, <laughs> sons. Uh, I mean, to be doctors. Well, yeah. I mean, we we were talking about women, so it's okay. <laughs> I, I, it's okay. I mean, <laughs> let them do it. Let let them enroll them in science classes, enroll them in math classes. Or if they say they want to be a doctor and they're not interested in science, that's perfectly fine too. Just make sure they take biology, do some anatomy here and there. Mm-hmm. But other than that, just be sub. Be supportive. Like kids change their mind and don't mm-hmm. be frustrated with that. But if you have the means to do so, give them opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And provide them resources. That's yep. one of the things that I've seen parents who were able to give their kids. And I always talk about my saying, Tion. Um, he asked his son early, and I told the story before, but he asked his son early when he was young, like, all right, you playing football, basketball, baseball. He's like, is football something you want to do in college? And he said, yeah. He said, all right, I'm going to do everything in my will to provide the, the proper resources for you to do this in college. And now he's going on a full ride to Holy Cross. Awesome. So, yeah, man, it's dope that I, I'm so proud. Mm-hmm. Of, you know, I'm so proud to, proud of him and their family. So, yeah, man. So Yeah, ask those questions as parents, like, as kids, I know we will we'll fight, we'll put up a fight, we don't want to hear it, we don't want to talk <laughs> yeah, to you, yeah. but like, if you can sneak the questions in there, if you have to, or if you are, just have that relationship with your children, that you can sit down and just like, yo, what do you want to do in mm-hmm. your life? Especially when you're getting, and it's sad, it's like middle school is early, but like, middle school you kind of got to form those like hey so you've been doing this for a while is this (laughs) Mm -hmm. something you really want to do hey you're going into high school the competition the playing field because like I said um we all played soccer I ran track but and for where I was at I was it was good but like that wasn't something I was going to be able to sustain in college so like just in just also being realistic with your children like i know that our parents like to say like the sky is the limit well there's uh, there's there's some limits like the, <laughs> I, have, I have so many problems with that yeah uh, it's just like because i had that conversation because i tutored in um while i was going to graduate school and there's some people that i had encountered and it's just like so who's responsible for telling you that this is not <laughs> for ATC, remember, remember we had an episode talking about that yeah. Yes. So, man. Yeah. You man. got you got to shoot them dreams down. You know, <laughs> exactly. Sometimes. It's just like you, it's know, like you know. I don't know that this is for you, but there's something else for you, and it's like you kind of have to balance that because, like you said, that's another yeah. thing. It's just like some things really might just not be for yeah. you if it, you even right. if you want them. And I think you just have to, unlike your professor did you. I think, like I think, as a parent or as a as as an adult or as a mentor, whoever it is. You have to say, okay, he's probably not going to be this, but how about we make some suggestions? How about right. we give him other options? Because that, like your professor just said, well, you, that's probably not going to be what you're doing. Right. You're like, what? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, give me another, yeah. you know. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, that's, I, think that's, uh, I think that's good advice that you gave, for sure, for sure, for sure. Thank you. Indeed. Yeah, man. Thank you for coming on. This has been good. This has well, been good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Do you want to give your social media just in case people want to um, ask yeah. questions and all that? Okay. Uh, so on Instagram, um, doctor underscore doctor being dr underscore comfort underscore sixteen. Um, email if you have any questions. It's going to be long, but it's i d as in dog, c as in cat, okay. P as in Paul, O-K-H-O at gmail.com. And I will do my best if you have any questions or advice for me as well, because I'm still growing. So I'm looking for that as well. Um, and I'd love to hear from you. 
Yeah, we'll have all that tagged because she gave us a lot of underscores. <laughs> <laughs> did yeah, did. E- email, email us that, please. Yeah. And, uh, so we could, we could copy and paste yeah. in, in, yeah, in the episode. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, this is, I, I enjoy, uh, we're continuing to celebrate this uh, Women's History Month. Um, we thank you again. Um, I appreciate you, you know, opening up and telling us your story. And yeah, man, hopefully this motivates yes, someone, yes, yes. someone out there who, may have a child or someone who's struggling with making a decision as far as going back to school, medical school, whatever it is, you know, we, this is this conversation about sacrifice and having to step back and look at your reality. And, you know, hopefully this is someone is getting motivated from this right now. Yes. Well, thank you both for having me. I appreciate it. It's been a good experience. We can put this on 2019 as something that I said yes to. It's part of what I'm doing this year. So thank you for giving me the opportunity. Hey, listen, we're going to bring you back after one year. (laughs) Okay. Your hair going to be great. You're going to be like, (laughs) (laughs) right. (laughs) Might not even have any hair anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Well, good luck out there, man. You know, um, continue to shine as a black woman and make these people understand that, you know, the stereotypes that they have is like, nah, I'm, I, I went to school just like the, everyone else. And exactly. I'm this, so. yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. And do your thing when you get over there to the community in, yeah. in, in November. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Sure. All right. TC, thing. man. Um, Yo. One more, one more, one more episode, man. I'm excited to continue to promote this uh, woman's history. So, um, yeah, man. We've been yeah, man. good feedback. And so we're going to keep it coming. Yes, sir. Um, where can they find us, brother? That's at Stakes is High Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email at stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Cheer. Cheer. Thank you guys for listening to the Stakes is High Podcast. Peace. Peace.